Hello everyone, this is Nura Sharfi and I am happy to welcome you to the very first episode of the Noon Podcast. Wow, I cannot believe that today is the last day of 2023. Time flew by so fast. As I was writing the, the first episode, this one exactly, I was listening to different like YouTube channels, podcasts, and honestly, the majority was about how to change your life in 2024. New year, new me. How to achieve your goals in 2024. Which is great. <laughs> I mean, every year I watch or listen to this kind of videos and they are very helpful. But you know the guilt by the end of the year when you realize that you didn't really accomplish all your goals? Have you ever felt like that? I did. I'm so guilty of that. For example, my goal for 2023 was to read a book every week. <laughs> and now, with busy life, and work, it was an unrealistic goal. So I ended up reading a book every three months or less. Having unrealistic goals can make you feel disappointed. Mm -hmm. Even though I actually read a few books during 2023, but I still felt disappointed because I didn't meet my goal. Last week, I was talking with my friend about 2024, like our goals, resolutions. But while we were talking, I realized something. Not only this friend, but also my other friends who come from different backgrounds and cultures, they all have co something in common. We are all stressed about the future. Measuring our progress against societal expectations. We ended up in formal phase, like, uh, fear of missing out as we step into the new year let's explore how to make it stress-free and full of growth without the unnecessary burden of perfections have you ever felt the overwhelming pressure to achieve big ambitious goals i know i have in a world that bombard us with images of success it's easy to feel like we're falling behind but Let's reframe that narrative. Success is a personal journey. And there is no one-size-fits-all definition. definition. Again, there is no one-size-fits-all definition. It's time to let go of the stress that comes with comparing our journey to others and embrace the uniqueness of our own journey. For example, okay, th uh, this is a personal example. Okay, I did my high school in Yemen. I was all A students, I did very well, and then I started my university in Yemen, majoring in science of finance and banking, everything was really, really good. And then I got a scholarship to the States, which was amazing, but years after, I felt stuck. And realistic goals had set me up for this feeling of being behind. While I believe nothing is impossible, flexibility and adaption are equally crucial. If I could go back in time, I would tell myself, Noor, relax and enjoy the journey. Adjust your goals based on circumstances. Sometimes even with hard work, results come slowly. And that's okay. You can control your work, 
not the outcomes. Focus on what you can control, not on what you cannot control. For example, you can control budgeting, saving, making good financial decisions. You cannot control economic downturns or unexpected financial crisis. You can control how to spend your time. You can control what kind of food you're eating. You can control how to think, which is very important. But you cannot control external events or the actions of others. So let's question the idea that success is only measured by extraordinary accomplishment. Embracing an average journey doesn't imply accepting less. Rather, it involves discovering satisfaction and joy in, in the ongoing process. It's about acknowledging the small victories. For example, I went back to the gym. <laughs> so, but I, I like with the gym, I'm always like on and off. Like I go and then I don't go. Anyway, so I went back to the gym for two weeks. I went three days a week. Wow. So today, to celebrate this achievement, I made myself my comfort food, which is French toast with organic maple syrup, strawberries, and the final touch was a whipped cream. Oh my god, I'm, I'm obsessed about French toast. Don't ask me why. You know, I'm trying to eat healthy and reduce my sugar intake. I'm trying, but sometimes it's okay to eat French toast, right? <laughs> I'm not trying to tell you to ruin your diet, but this is what made me happy. And you should do what makes you happy. Again, it's about acknowledging the small victories and recognizing that every modest step forward is a positive move. Now, let's talk about practical strategies for a stress-free new year. And instead of overwhelming ourselves with grand resolutions, how about including mindfulness and stress-reducing practices into our daily lives? 1. Mindful planning and Instead of overwhelming yourself with a long list of resolutions, focus on key goals that truly matters to you. Break these goals into smaller, manageable steps so it will become more achievable and less stressful. I like SMART goal. SMART stands for Specific, Measured, Achievable, Relevant, and Time-Paced. For example, this is one of my goals of 2024. Increase flexibility by practicing yoga for 15 minutes, three times a week at 6.30 a.m. For the next for the next two months. And then how I'm going to track the progress is like basically based on how I feel. Did I, follow, did I follow my goal or not? And then from there, I will adjust my routine. I use like the app called FitOn. I really like it, but there's a lot of apps you can use. Also, while you are writing your goals, ask your why or why you want to achieve this goal. My why is I want to have a healthy life. That's very, very important. 
And from now, I'm trying to add healthy habits to my daily routine. Two, self-care ritual. Let's make it simple. When you take care of yourself, you feel good. When you feel good, you become more confident. When you are confident, you you will have confidence to work and achieve a goal. So, establish a self-care routine that includes activities you really enjoy. I will say like spending quality time with your friends, family, or your partner, uh, doing a skincare routine, which I really like, (laughs) healthy meal prep, basically take care of yourself because when you take care of yourself, you feel good about yourself. Three, digital detox. So basically, you're going to try to set boundaries with social media. I did it a few times during 2023 and I have two ways. The harsh way, and it was really difficult, I locked out of all the apps and then I deleted them. So I deleted Instagram, the app, Facebook, Snapchat, and WhatsApp for a month. The other way which I'm doing right now is turning off your notifications so you can focus. Let's say if, if you're doing like... Um, like uh, you're reading or studying or anything, this will help you a lot. So why digital detox? It will help you to focus and increase your self-awareness and it's an opportunity for self-reflection. For gratitude practice. Start or end your day by reflecting on things you are grateful for. This simple practice can shift your focus from what's lacking to what you appreciate. Like, I'm grateful for my health, I'm grateful for my family, I'm grateful for my friends, I'm grateful for my work, and so on. Actually, I'm grateful for the weather. The weather is actually really good so far. It's not that cold yet in Toronto, so it it has been really good. So I'm grateful for that. (laughs) Personally, this shift in perspective has made a difference for me. I used to focus only on the destination and I found myself missing out on the beauty of the journey. This change in mindset has allowed me to appreciate the richness of the journey, finding joy in the process rather than just the end goal. Thanks for joining me on this journey today. Thank you. Remember, your well-being is just as important as your goals. Until next episode, breathe, embrace where you are, and let's make this new year stress-free and full of meaningful growth. Happy New Year!